So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever this is. This is Matthew Bailey, alongside my particular partner in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And San Fernando's own Mike Wise. Good day, everyone. What's up? Yes, and this is a special episode of Retrospect Reviews. Uh, this is going to be a DMX tribute because, yeah, boy, uh, two days, eight times recording here. Um, you know, the legendary Earl Simmons himself uh, passed away, man, age 50. So, um, yeah, so basically last week, so last Friday, that would be April the 2nd, um, we, we heard that, um, you know, DMX, you know, um, was suffering uh you know just just the side effects of this drug overdose so it triggered this heart attack um he ended up going to the well in, in, into the icu basically um he was placed on life support and just throughout the week we were just hearing about you know um you know just he was a vegetable and you know the family just studying where to pull the plug or not and all that kind of stuff and um oddly enough throughout that time uh, within like let me just say nearing to last friday same recording here we were hearing that oh he dead already or you're not too sure what to do apparently he 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 um he contracted covid we were saying all kind of stuff right and you know people representatives is coming out and saying no that's not what happened well, well i don't know about the, the covid stuff but point is um yeah boy a- april 9th boy um <laughs> woke up heard about prince philip death and i was like oh okay well all right yeah. heard about um you know mount Sufri. i was like oh okay well you know thoughts and prayers to you know the the, the the citizens out there but then honestly dread um around lunchtime actually funny thing is i saw um doughboy actually who well unfortunately couldn't make it to this episode here post it up um, on facebook and i was like wait you serious so i went to my to my one you know wordy you know news news resource that would be yahoo and i was like yeah man passed away dread and I was I was taken aback like a, like honestly I wasn't like crying or anything like that but I was like just kind of hoping that at least he would make up make you know, at least he would pull a miracle and come out of it now you know um, even though to be honest in the back of my mind I was like I, I doubt it I really doubt that it was gonna happen uh, but you know just before we get to your um, thoughts on you know just what happened and just the legacy of um, DMX itself um, you know myself Ricardo and Doughboy. Um, I believe it's like the second or third episode of Retrospect Reviews. We talked about um, DMX's debut album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, right? So we were celebrating its um, 20th anniversary at that time. Um, and, you know, we, 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 we shared how we how we got into, you know, his music in the first place. You know, with Rough Riders, Anthem, Get At Me Dog and stuff like that. And, you know, just from there, you know what I mean? It, like, just DMX became a part of our... Just our... I know music consumption basically when it came to hip hop now, you know what I mean? Um, you know, throughout the years he just gave us um a series of bangers, some aggressive cuts, also some really heartfelt introspective stuff as well too. So um and then also too, you know, well he had to mention um his film work, you know what I mean? He he starred in, in some films, right? Um like Belly, for example, Romeo Must Die. Yeah. Um, exit wounds um and my personal favorite out of you know the dmx you know filmography uh cradle to the grave which still remains one of my favorite um guilty pleasure movies you know what i mean 
but yeah, I mean, he was just this large and like figure, and you know, um, it's only years later on you learn about how damaged his life was. You know, what I mean, like you heard it in his music and all that, but it's only like when you really dive into his life story, um, you you really learn about how messed up things were for him, um, just mainly because of you know the abuse he suffered on his uh, from his mom, right? Um, which I have a feeling, which you know, if if you do a little research, if you look up in particular VH1's behind the music, kids' right. parents. Right. They were kind of detail, yeah, that is what led to his drug addiction in the first place, right? Okay. Um, I just something he just couldn't shake off now. And, you know, you would, like, for us, right, who want to at least achieve some sort of theme and acclaim one day, you know what I mean? It, it's funny that you see someone who is 50 and, you know, he's regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time. And quite recently, he was on Versus with Snoop Dogg, another, you know, goat, right? And yep. you think, you know, everything's fine with him, you know what I mean? He, he still yeah, has, he still has an engine and whatnot. And then you hear drug overdose, and you're like, "What?" You know what I mean? Right. So it's yeah. just unfortunate that's that you know just that aspect, you know what I mean? From from early on, his life still affected him. You know what I mean? Of course, it affected his marriage, and you know, um, almost derailed his career basically. But you know, it's just that he was just able to find ways to bounce back, just mainly through just a, a solid fan base, um, the the heart that he put into his music, and you know, just him being him basically, right? But it's just a shame, though, that you know his his life would just be gone just because of the same same crutch that he always had in his life now. But I don't want this to be this preamble about you know uh, drug addiction and how it took down another rapper because you know like years ago we had uh, Mac Miller who pretty much died of, of um technically sort of the same way now. You know what I mean? So I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be like examination of you know what led to his death in the first place. I just want it to be. You know the music, right? The the man himself, right? So in this episode here, we are going to, well, in the case of Ricardo, actually, he's just gonna just so I'll just run through songs that you know just feel popular songs of him. But in terms of me and uh, Mike, we're just gonna run through our picks, our top twenty picks, basically for favorite, top favorite um, DMX songs. Uh, but um, speaking of Ricardo, uh, Ricardo, take it away. Um, just your thoughts on the man himself, his music, his yeah. films, and yes, how the how is that affected you now? Like, yeah, I, I, well, I, I kind of, to, to be honest, I, I kind of made my peace with the whole thing like early on. Because from the time I hear vegetative state and brain dead being thrown around, I was like, yeah, you kind of don't really come back from that. Um, just from a statistical standpoint. Um, so I, I was wondering, like, what what would I go forward? You know, the, I mean, if if he did if he did pull through, then yeah, great. But like. I was really, I was, to be honest, I was really pessimistic at that point. Um, but yeah, you know, he's one of the people, you know, this is kind of like the Carrie Fisher situation where you think you're healthy, but that stuff will catch up with you over time. And this is not even taken into account. You might have a relapse. Yeah. Um, you know, so in her case, she didn't have a relapse, but say Philip Seymour Hoffman, he did. And it is just it, your body, you're older, the drug's much more dangerous now, to be honest. Um, stuff like that now. And yeah, he um he just yeah he just uh, uh, he could recover you know it is you know I don't we don't get into any big discussion about the war on drugs or anything like that but yeah it's, it's that whole paradigm of people just not taking that seriously not taking the suffering seriously kind of making you know sorry to say it, we, we you know I I myself included we do a lot of um, punching down drug drug abuse jokes and you know he's a crackhead and da 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 and that's a dumbness and. Yeah, it, this is something that just was kind of, uh, you know, he was kind of on, on borrowed time in that sense. Uh, so it, it it doesn't change how goddamn sad this whole thing is, uh, unfortunately. I did not know he had 15 children. 
like holy shit oh i didn't even know that neither like not like, know that shit at all sh- I shouldn't me just assume it was just yeah, the, the, the well, son like, xavier right who he had with um his right. ex-wife now i thought that was it yeah. and I, I was like oh he probably had about three i like no you have 15 goddamn children like holy shit um yeah i it's, it's a person who you know uh it, it, he really was a person who was in the in your life he was so mean he was so memed like that is a big part of pop culture he was so heavily part of society and and, and you know you, you don't even know how many how super popular songs was until the, after the fact like you didn't yeah. think about it mm-hmm. um yeah and i said you know so for, you know for me my my working memory of the man is just you know when i'm and Napster and you know what's my name, right? You know that's <laughs> Napster. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was with memories, right? That is mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that is the start of him for me personally. I think I talk about this in in Dark as Hell, Hell so. yeah. And yeah, it's just really, 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 really unfortunate how this played this all played out. And yeah, we probably will have a different conversation at a different time for how this could have he could have you know gotten out of this if you know the politics of the, the situation around him was different but yeah so that just me on him you know to start off all right, all right. well mike um take it away uh how you got into dmx how his music um impacted you and you know um how, how you just felt about um his passing um well when it comes to dmx dmx was you know 98 99 he was the biggest rapper in the game at that time, you could say it was between him and Jay Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first memories of him, well, at that time, I probably wasn't too up on, you know, popular culture and popular music. But I do remember the incidents in Trinidad. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Even back then, I didn't, I just didn't like that situation. Now, even more so because. That law is anyway. I don't want to talk about that law right now because that yeah. Law... Well, well, well. For 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 those who don't know, um, just just saying briefly, um, he did come down. He he yeah. He he came you know to perform. I believe it was in um ninety nine, and uh, he was cussing on stage. And you know, uh, the the promoters and them didn't didn't like that. So you know they 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 you know had to get him off stage basically because of that. And even brought the um even got the police involved with it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that was like my first, you know, knowledge of him, and and I just remember the news story when so many people showed up outside the courthouse throwing up the X now, you know, with the two hands. Yeah, like the two forearms, you know, hey. um, throwing up, throwing up the X in support of DMX, and I felt like, wow, this man, this dude is powerful, you know, because mm. that's. I wasn't too familiar with his music or any music. And um, eventually, you know, you started to hear songs. Um, you want what Cisco, what these bitches want, what's my yeah. name, was my tune. Right. But I would say the one, the song that really resonated with me was, this was in 2002, when I really became like hip-hop head, hip-hop head, um, Who We Be, that song and video. Right. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. That was the one for me because at that time I was... The music I was gravitating to and the videos I was gravitating to was the out-of-the-norm stuff now. So, yeah, I, I mean, the club videos with the girls in bikinis, obviously, young adolescent male, I all for that. But what, <laughs> impressed me, what impressed me the most was, like, anybody who was doing something out-of-the-norm. So, so like, the Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott videos or the... Like oh, yeah. The funny 
and Ludacris Eminem videos. Or, mm-hmm. like, from Nas and DMX, you know, giving you a message, you know, that is the type of the type of things I was into now. So who we be, that was when I heard that I was like, yeah, big X fan. And then eventually, um when I started to collect albums and listen to albums, it's dark and hell is hot. Like that's still one of my favorite albums. I just used to play that. Album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would play the album. I ain't skipping a single song. I was mesmerized by damn near every song. Um the only song on that album I didn't really get into was the love song. Um, oh, how, how's it going down? down? Not that anything wrong with it. It's just that it just it it kind of sticks out from the rest of the album. Because when okay. I listen, I I still like the beat though. The beat is still kind of lead back nineties hip hop R and B kind of stuff, you know. So the song cool, eh? but it's just mm. when I put on that album, I looking to hear one kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad, yeah. Yeah, type of sound. You know, but um, that album, even the second one, Flesh on the Flesh, but I'm a Blood, Slipping eventually became one of my favorite X songs. Um, mm-hmm. And there was X that probably has his, his biggest singles. I mean, all his albums were were consistent, you know. Yeah. And every time X release an album, is like, you know, you, you, you pop that in and, and you know, just pop that in and, and go about your business. You sit down and you're really taking what this man's saying because... He wore his heart on his sleeve in his music and in his life too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life was just so public and he just didn't care. Like he he didn't care about like PR and, and how things look and how he looks in the public eye. He just does his thing because that's who he is. He was just adamant about being real. And to me, DMX is just one when people talk about being real, he's one of the realest rappers there ever was. Cause what you see is what you get. Like, he's the definition of real. Earl Simmons is DMX, and DMX is Earl Simmons. There is no difference yep. between the two. So, um, of course, after, after that, it was unfortunate. All the, you know, label troubles with his music and then legal troubles, you know? So, it was just unfortunate to see, but, you know, long live X. Yeah, indeed, man. Um, long, long live X, indeed, man. Right, so um, before we, we jump into your list, though, um, if anything, Ricardo, you could just sort of jump in and say, hey, I like this song. Oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite <laughs> songs, too, you know, because I think yeah. it would be a lot easier instead of you just trying to remember <laughs> all your favorite songs, because, yeah, I mean, there, there is a lot, right? And uh, what we'll do here is uh, it's not just songs off of his album. We're also going to be showing, because, sorry, we're also going to be adding some um, some collaborations. You know what I mean, um, whether it's with, you know, his Rough Riders camp or whether it's with other artists and, you know, basically like that. Now. So we just want to have it sort of um, uh, well-rounded, basically. All right. So, you know, with a list like this, I mean, we're talking about top 20, right? Um, yeah, they have some some honorable mentions, right? Like some songs that you like, but, you know, they just didn't really... Um, you know, make it to the final cut now. So I'll just run through my honorable mentions. Uh, Mike, if you have any, you could just fill um through them in there as well, right? I have five here, so just read it off in in, in no particular order, of course. Uh, do you uh, featuring Funk Master Flex? This was a bonus track from um, and then there was X. I specifically remember this song being on radio. I just had one, you know, you, you just love it when when X is just rap over like really aggressive beats too. 
And yeah, this one was particularly aggressive, boy. But um, it's only it's one of those songs. Honestly, you, you just kind of you just kind of realize after the fact. Oh, this was off of this album. Okay, okay. Just thinking, just hitting it on radio, you know, you're just vibing over. It, but you didn't really hear it as much as you know the the other songs that we were getting into, right? But that's a really dope track. You should check it out, right? Uh, second one, I have tear it up. This is Young One featuring David Banner and Lil Flip and DMX in the hook for this. And you know, people remember this because this was the song that they use in Drumline that da, 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 which is already from another song, right? But what I really love about this is that, yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to Young One after this song came out. I know he had one album and that was it on the um, Swiss Beat Sound, Full Surface Records basically. But what blew me away do is that when you hear the beat do it is pure etl it's pure sudden flavored hip-hop dread and yet you have dmx coming in with that grimy ass hook do and it looks like i will say that he stole the show like yes david banner do do eating little flip did his thing young one did his thing though but sorry dmx's hook though was just i mean it's done overly incredible there eh? but it just fit the song perfectly to have like a east coast rapper like him come on um I remember this, this is the time when ETL, well, sorry, when, when Southern Hip Hop was blowing up, right? like the early 2000s, and he just came and just, that was it, right? Don't get mad at me for this one, One More Road to Cross. Yeah, pretty good song, it's a dope song. I, I love the, the second verse where he, he does some storytelling with a robbery and all that kind of stuff. And yes, the, the hook is catchy, that one more road to cross, one more risk to take, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a dope <laughs> hook and all that kind of stuff, um, but... I just kind of remember it as, oh, this was a song off of, and then there was X, right? Like, dope song, but just not one that, you know, I go to on a regular basis. Right, so just two more to go. We have How's It Going Down, featuring Pete Evans. We, we Well, Mike, you mentioned that earlier. Um, I mean, pretty decent, um, lovey song, even though it's basically about him, you know, going out with somebody else gal basically but um i mean at the time it was like oh okay he could do these these smooth cuts though so you know but still a, a decent song that's not one of the most memorable ones he's put and last but not least i'm gonna make it a little um you know um well, recent now uh, about it this is from the lux this is off of the um the album um living of experience which came out last year um this was the i think it was the well the second song on the album but there was also a single now and Yo, DMX performance in that was dope, dude. And I mean, this was, it was Jada Kiss, it was Styles P, it was Sheik Luke, and they were like roughly the same age or probably a little um, less than, you know, X was, right? And they still come through like, hey, you know what I mean? We, we were 40s, but we still killing it, though. But X's verse in this in particular, he had the second verse. I thought that was, that was really, really dope. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out the album, if you haven't listened to that song, yeah, strongly recommend that you do so. Uh, Mike, what are your honorable mentions? All right, so I have five, um, just like you. So I have Who's Next, which is a solo track he did on DJ Clue's The Professional album. Um, ah, okay, we're talking DJ Clue. I'm going to bring up a DJ Clue's song as well. But yeah, go on. Um, yeah, I love that. I love the hook. If it ain't rough, it ain't me. If it ain't rough, it ain't D. M to the X. That was hard. Lovely beat for it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, I had to put this one. I wanted to put this one in my wrist, you know. Boy, just didn't make it. Onyx, shut him down, Peter and DMX. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really like this one. Um, X definitely came. X have a way, like, I know Busta Rhymes, Jada Kiss, Lil Wayne, rappers like that have this 
they have this big reputation for getting on tracks obviously and stealing the show be it for their bars or for their presence so whatever but i feel like x x also does this too a lot and he does it consistently and i find he don't really get the credit for that this is one example of him doing that next one dmx and faith evans i miss you uh, all right because being dedicated to his grandmother and mm-hmm. how important later on his grandmother actually was for his life um, yeah. grew up uh fourth honorable mention is damien from the uh album yeah i wanted to, to put that though but i would have like a five honorable mentions but yeah D- damien is is a dope track is actually my favorite of the damien trilogy actually mm. mine too mine too and uh fifth honorable mention same album dark and hell is hot uh let me fly same ah album. yeah yeah good song good song mm-hmm. this one narrowly missed out on the twin like i was debating this and something else but at least I get some other honorable mentions, and I could mention "Let Me Fly," "Dope Song," "Check It Out." Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now we'll get, we'll jump into the the top twenty list, right? So what we'll do, like I'll share my twenty to fifteen. Um, you do twenty to fifteen, then uh, fourteen to eleven, forty mm-hmm. eleven, and then you just do ten to one, just one by one, right? Right. All right, so my number 20 is I Miss You featuring Feet Evans. Um, for me, um, it was a song that kind of caught me by surprise uh, because I read uh, DMX, hard DMX on the Great Depression, you know what I mean, talking about his grandma. Okay, as we years later to understand how much of an impact she had. Um, I mean, and she actually like passed away before his career even blew up. Eh? So think about that. But yeah, I mean, for him to just be, you know, thoughtful and you know not even curse on the song you know what i mean and um i believe the, the sample is um masquerade i believe it is from um gosh uh forgetting the guy's name uh, george benson i believe that's the the sample that he used it great song I, I love that song right but yeah just just hearing it and just hearing how honest he is and how you know what i mean just the, the impact that she had on his life you know, it's, a, it's a really really nice song in my opinion it's one that uh, the sound is very underrated and people's like all right well you know soft whatever but i mean it's from the heart though and i respect that i, I didn't expect that from him right number 19 we have it's on which is from dj clues um the professional right I didn't even know it was off of that album because I just used to hear it a lot on radio, especially that hook when it's on, it's on. If you can't keep criminal, the ass is gone. Um, and it was something about that that just hooked me from the wood, from the wood going. I just really, really dug that track. Um, especially love the, the the second verse when he's like, "I'm always keeping my enemies the closest, always doing what I find with the toasters, whatever it is." I just do that always, 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 always singing. And then in the two verses, like, "Never turn your back on it and no bust or whatever it is." He just keep doing that man like I, I really really dug his performance on that right uh number 18 we have classic <laughs> classic about song um classic this song actually even though it is the last part that is this that will be four three two one by l cool j red man metal man and cannabis way and yes l cool j is the man who steals the shoe his final verse is just epic in my opinion is something that i just always remember especially that whole mic and my arm moments i just think about that ever so often it's just like holy shit boy this is this is ll like re-establishing dominance on that track though and you know you can look up the, the, the situation but in a nutshell is 
cannabis basically me trying to trying to throw some of a this basically at, at L on the same beat and then L coming and saying no no you change your verse Jill. I don't want you mention that whole mic on my arm shit and then cannabis change verse now and L's like oh but I you think I gotta let you slide nah and he still come and diss him on the same track he invites him on track you know what I mean <laughs> I know it, it goes deeper than that Jill, but I thought that was so epic track but before L comes in though um, DMX delivers this great verse on it like everybody comes in even cannabis comes in and kills it though but i thought that dmx's verse on it was great as well but i just like that it was just like okay i just come in do do your thing um what do you ask for it baby scheme ask for it baby and then you know the hook comes in and then l just come and just shut everything down i love that number 17 we have money power and respect boy this is the lux feature little kim um, the beats, you know what I mean? One of, one of my favorite beats from, you know, that, that Deluxe on, uh, was on basically. Lil' Kim, you know the verse, sorry, you know the hook, sorry. But it's X who just come in and, you know, shut shit down uh, with that. Arf, this is the beat that I can freak with. You know what I mean? I just, I just love that too. And that's how grimy he was, you know what I mean? Talking about, oh, you know what I mean? You take this the game, you take a plane until you're in the junkyard, the cane. Mom's little praying, you know, praying that you come home, but you're not. Can't stand a rut, you know what I mean? It was just, it was just grimy as hell. Though. So, yeah, great, great, great song overall. Uh, number 16, a cut from um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Stop being greedy, Jed. Love the beat for it. I love how intense it is. I love that sort of organ music that plays ever so often in the song, though. I just love, I just see it in the video as well too, that whole dual side of X. So you have like the normal, kind of calmish kind of, alright, I just want to make money, you know what I mean, I just want to live the life. Then you have this grimier, this angrier X who's just like, hey, anybody come my wager, it's going to get destroyed, right? And it's just that whole back and forth vibe. And then it, it, well, the beauty of these songs is that they realize it's basically the same person, right? Not just so much rapping, but it's basically the same person, but you're just seeing like both sides kind of bleeding into each other. So I love that. Really, really great track. And number 15, we have Where the Hood At. This is from um, Grand Champ. This is one that's like, the beat for it is still grimy though. Um, I, I look at the producer name is Two Heads actually. Not familiar with that producer at all. But yeah, that beat is so grimy. I remember the music video with them in the, in the yard in this jail basically. And just all these grimy jail guys just like going, yo, 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 yo. I mean, it, it's just one of those songs to just get hyped to. That's where it is. Um, how the, the, the beat is just grimy and this horn assisted that. I mean, it's just anxious with that. You know what I mean? It's just infectious way. Right? And last thing I'll say before we get to my price, um, I wish that I would, you know, be like one thing I, I wish I could have seen or experienced though is just this, this song being performed or being played at the club dread. I just have this mosh pit kind of scenario where people just going nuts right? as soon as this song play and just how the, the, the beat builds and that's the intensity do and that's how angry basically um, X was on that song because yeah, he was just pissed on that entire on, on that entire song right so yeah that's my um 20 to, to 15 um Mike Wise what's your 20 to 15 all right so I'm gonna start off with a song that is sounds very dated right now but I don't care because I think X on this song was really good and I feel I had to mention it um Limp Biscuit. Yes. Ah. Oh, the, the remix, yeah. right? To, to keep yeah. um, to roll it. Yes. 
pounds, David. Now, let, let's yeah. face it, Fred, this as a human being is the yeah. yeah, for real. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that whole, that whole weird, I did that a weird period, it was kind of white hip hop thing that I don't know what he's trying to do, but yeah. Yeah, it's this, this rock rap, that's what you call it? Or yeah, that was, the, that was the idea. Yeah, it was kind of trying to merge genres, and some, some work, some not so much, but like, I get why, you get why, you know, big movie studios, sorry, I say movie studios, big record like we'll try to push push that promise right yeah 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 yeah, you're right with the movie studios because yeah you sit here ruling you sit here my way yeah there's so much movies and trailers all over the place yeah um so yeah um that's number 20 number 19 is another feature um one you talked about lux um and dmx money power respect yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah, he come. He came through and stood out um, on the end. Yeah. Aries. Oh, one thing before I forget, sorry, sorry to cut you there. One thing I always remember about um, Money Power Respect. I think this is the reason why I, I like it just a little much more than I should. Is Styles be seen wake up in Trinidad like fuck it, I'm rich. Oh, that yeah, has yeah. always stood out to me, like wow, <laughs> you know. But yeah, go on. Big up Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. Big up. Shout out to him for that. <laughs> he actually is Trinidad. Look that up. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Wow. Yes, okay. I feel it. Yeah. Um, so um, I think it, just sorry for the interruption. I think also because it comes up in that track with them and MOP, right? With a splash of tree in me. That's you. That's when I found out that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, need MOP, to, yeah. I need to listen to that song again, though. I'm doing yeah. it on all one. Yeah, that's that's a hype. That's a hype song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right, so that's 19 money power respect. Theory spares share that touching video on Instagram. Yeah. Time he was X, you can check that out. Um, number eighteen, again, it's not. Uh, so number eighteen, I kind of cheating on, but I don't care. Um, it's actually two songs I'm, I'm gonna just mention together. Yeah, uh, good. Gram, Murder Gram, and it's Murder. Uh, ja Rule and the MX. Mm-hmm. The beats and contents of the song so similar. I felt I would just put them as one to kind of cheat because I didn't want to choose one over the other. And I didn't want to bump off any of the other 20 to accommodate them for two places. So Murder Gram from Jay-Z's Streets is Watching soundtrack and it's Murder from Ja Rule's first album. Mm-hmm. That's number 18, number 17. X at his commercial peak. What these bitches want. Him and Sister. Ooh, that low. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you show love to singles with it. I'll just, you know, say that off Europe. So that's number 17. Number 16. Most underrated song on this whole list. Most underrated song that's probably going to get mentioned by any of us. Cameron featuring DMX. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this one. Yep. Hard. <laughs> this is back when Cam used to rap fast. Yes. <laughs> yes. This fast Cam Yeah. They work. They work really well together on the song. I wish they actually worked together more. Yeah, for really. This beat was nasty. Everything about this was fire. So I feel people need to check that out. Um, number 15, another one you mentioned, uh, Matthew, LL Cool G, Meth, some versions with cannabis, DMX. Um, you know, X, X and Cannabis were two new guys who came on a song with industry vets and held it one. Right. Props to them. X with a great verse. Had to put this on. Um, so that was number 15. 
yeah, yeah. so it's just um now we, well all right so i'll get to 14 to 11 and we get to your 14 to 11 right you want to look yeah right so my number 14 is from the great depression we right here i remember this was a beat you just could not escape it was just it was just part of you know my my music consumption on like a daily beats is just hearing that beat in that rumble hearing that bring it what we ride here you know what i mean it was just it was just all over the place it was so big even elephant man stole um sorry not stole it i shouldn't say stole it um peter marched it with um the song he had off of the martial arts rhythm so look that up um where he was talking about the world tra- um sorry not the world trade bombing um september 11 basically right and he starts with that we ride here elephant didn't go in anyway i was like oh, okay 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 i see what you did there um i see in terms of um elephant man um one thing though, he was, you could like you could see how much of DMX's music, uh, how DMX's music pretty much in, um, like influenced him. Because there was a, there was another song I believe is on the Fireball rhythm, um, yeah, I call it dance or rhythms here, where he copies the whole, um, ain't no way you're gonna stop my show, ain't no way you're gonna stop my flow, or whatever it is now. It's like oh, okay, 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 I really, really like that. But yeah, um, we right here was grimy. I like how um, X. You know, fluid on, on that beat though, you know, that one more time. And then you come with that, you know, I'll hit you with some shit, dude. mess with your mind, whatever it is though. But that's how he approached the, the, the song lyrically, I really dug. Uh, number 13, we have a rather, um, I don't want to say like an underrated cut though, but it's one of those songs that they kind of forget was, you know, was on an album. Okay, you think that it was just on a soundtrack, right? Uh, that would be Fame. This is from And Then There Was X. Um, I remember this specifically being in the promotional material for, um, they were just bringing up movies here now, um, Exit Wounds. That I want to live forever, never going to try. Whatever it is that like, I just, like this the beat do a, a, a really dog. This was um, Dean Grease who did the beat for this. I love how, yeah, how efficient it felt. And you know, it was just about X just talking about, well, yeah, fame itself and just the legacy he wants to leave behind and all that kind of stuff now but it's just how urgent the beat was now he just felt like you know they just get a sense that time was running out now and he just approached that um with, with the song here uh number 12 a little old school now oh sorry i should say a little west coast old school now what you gonna do geo felony featuring method man and of course dmx who comes in with the um final verse um i don't know how i think how i, how I stumbled onto this song though was from this best of Def jam compilation i think it was for 98 and this was the first time i ever heard about geo family uh, first time i ever heard this song though and i just fell in love with that beat though and that's how geo was like well i could bring it to you or what you're gonna do with it you know what i mean just how he flew and that was was just brilliant to me i met a man came and killed it though but it was DMX who came in and just did his thing though. And it was just how aggressive he sounded on that though. Just with some, when he says, um, niggas hit me with the best shit, then what? I shake that bullshit off and go nuts. Like, it was just how he, he went off on that beat though. It was just, was just incredible to me, Jed. And, and to me, like, I love the whole song, but DMX's verse on that though just stood out the most. And, that, and last but not least, number 11. A cut from Grand Champ, boy. Get it on the floor. Featuring Swiss Beats. Uh, <laughs> this, the, the funny thing about this song, why we laughing here, right, is that talking movies here again, I would never forget when I hear this song play 
on a little film called You Got Saved. Yeah, right? Uh, a film that we, we kind of don't want to remember. I remember, um, oh gosh, um, Prim's Hood Cinema made fun of it. <laughs> on oh, this youtube channel really 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 funny review but yeah the movie was trash though but just hearing that song in the movie was dope to me the song itself is just hyped up though um swiss beats i mean people is kind of make fun of the hooks that he just delivered and whatnot but i thought that the hook that he delivered in this song was was perfect and i just love the fact that x was just like oh this is this is a party song this is a club song well me care no. I just got me as aggressive I got to uh, as much as I could be just I gotta talk about how you know what I mean how the devil has a kid and you know what I mean when I come at you with just with your, with a chainsaw and I will split your brains and all that kind of stuff and yeah everybody like jumping up and saying get it on the floor get, get it on the floor you know what I mean <laughs> but I just love 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 just how 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 little of a shit did um <laughs> on that song and it just worked perfectly and this you know Swiss beat Swiss is beat in general though is still one of my favorite um beats that he's he's ever produced in my opinion so yeah that's my 14 to 11 uh mike what's your 14 to 11 all right so coming in at number 14 back to it's dark and hell is hot yeah stop being um love the beat for this lovely sample of the concept with him going back and forth um, mm-hmm. with himself number 13 um this could have been higher in retrospect, but whatever. It's number 13 on this list. Um, what's my name from... Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is crazy. He... Yes. That's what you said he did with the, the flow on We Right Here, where he would, like, say a phrase and then, like, respond to it in the, in the bar. You mm. Yeah. Uh, one more time. I will get it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was in tune to like the piano, so it was like bam, bam, bam. You know what I mean? And you just flew to that. Though. Yeah. More, so, more on that later, but yeah, go on. Um, number twelve, staying on the same album. It's, uh, and then there was X. We have him and the Locks, EXL, Hard White. All right, all right. The cut there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how Styles he comes in. Um, God, I forget the opening bars. I had it off the top of my head, but yeah, this this whole track like locks and BMX when they link up on a song together. Yeah, always magic. So that's number twelve, number eleven. Uh, one of the earlier cuts on "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." Fucking with D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This energy, lovely bars. This was just relentless. Um, yeah. Yeah, and just that beat, that do 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 do. I love that. I love that. One of the best beats on the album. One of the best songs. This could easily be top ten, I think. But yeah, and it's like under two minutes, I believe, and it it don't care. It just it just hard though. Yeah. Just comes in, bashes your head in with bars for a short period of time, and then that is it. And you left you left wanting more so yeah that's number 11 fucking with d from the it's dark and hell is hot album all right nice 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 well all right so you'll just do like um you know from 10 to 1 you'll just do it individually right um mm-hmm. ricardo i know for sure you 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 will know some of these so you know feel free to to kick in right so number 10 a song that um all right so touching on movies again 
So I wasn't the biggest fan of Belly, to be honest, right? Like I, I, I treat it as what it is, a product of its time. It's a very glossy, very well-made bad film, admittedly, from Hype Williams, though. But I was, you know, when I, when I, well, you know, when I saw it, though, this was on cable. I was like, I always knew Hype could make great music videos, though. But he, he really have an eye when it comes to like, well, you know, we could argue if he, if he. If he could actually make a feature though, but in terms of visuals though, he nails it, right? But if there's one thing that could just pick out of that movie, Dread, you know what I mean? That I could just stand by and defend and say, yes, this aspect of the of the movie I love though. is a little song called Top Shutter Boy, featuring Sean Paul and Mr. Vegas. Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. blew me away the first time I heard it though, because it was in the vein of how dancehall rhythms sounded back in the late 90s though and it wasn't like trying to be hip-hop or anything that it was pure dancehall right even having mr vegas and sean paul do their thing dread but having a man like dmx dread coming like here comes the boom here comes the boom here comes the boom here comes the boom and over a dancehall tracker blew my mind dread and he comes in like he opens this song eh, with a first first note too and well everybody else just comes in afterwards though like but it was just insane like you know just just what he brought to that song i mean see what you want about the film see what see what you want about his acting in it boy but that song in particular though just was crazy that i i still go back to to this day it's one of the best um dancehall hip-hop crossovers i would say ever in my opinion um ricardo you, you are you familiar with this with this song at all yeah, i remember belly and i remember this year yeah all right so um uh mike number 10 what's your number 10 my number 10 is etf boom 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 knock on the door ETF. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah yeah oh, so that was relentless right that's that's like the storytelling in that was just oof that was that was it literally did feel like you were watching a movie bro but it was just so intense and so relentless that right? it just like boom 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 and just him going off though but yeah i love the beat of fills up with like instruments coming in one by one and you're, you're studying like what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen and then dmx just comes in and just sits here this amazing story mm-hmm. from a person perspective and again another short song but so much happening in his bars is like you're struggling to even keep up to what it is he's saying, but that nah, that song, I find X's storytelling is severely So yeah, ETF yeah, then again, it's dark and hell is hot. Gonna hear a lot of songs from that album on my list. So yeah, check that. That's surprised. That's surprised. Right. Okay. So number nine. <laughs> so uh, all right. So a little 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 story about this song here, right? I didn't even know that this song here right was the original version to what i was hearing on the radio because on the radio you were just hearing the remix right and the remix which i didn't know was a remix at the time blew me away swiss beats did the beat for this though and i just lost it when i heard it it's really like after like a few years later when i actually listened to the album which i thought it was on i was like oh this is just a remix but it was off of another movie this would be the corruptor right this is with um choyon fat and mark Wahlberg, right and this particular song but well okay so i'm not really gonna talk about the remix here right but i'm gonna talk about the original basically 
It's off of Jay-Z's Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Of course, they're talking about money, cash, booze. Final verse for that, which um, which which DMX does is insane. That DMX, my dog's bite, jiggle my nigga right all night. And over this thumping beat, do and this that boom boom, boom boom boom. It was just, it was just crazy, dude. I love, 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 love that beat. Yeah, the golden axe beat, Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's only years I, I learned. Oh wait, it's from wait, it's from Golden Axe. You serious? What? Okay, but yeah, I mean, Jay Z coming, he do eating over two, two, two verses, but X just coming, just cause I love my niggas. I just love, love, love that. Even though he wasn't, he wasn't really prominent on the remix. So, but the remix, I, I still love though. That's with um Memphis Bleak and Beanie Siegel and all that stuff. But um. Now, nah, boy, what he did on the original though was just incredible. It's still one of my favorite cheesy songs, and yes, it's one of my favorite DMX performances ever, in my opinion. Uh, Mike Weiss, what's your number nine? Okay, so my number nine is from, and then there was X. I think I might be wrong, but this is some of DMX's most murderous lyrics. I think this is a song called "The Professional." Um, oh, well, he was playing this this hitman, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's basically a hitman and he was just describing the way he does. He would kill people and I love it because the beat for this is so haunting. But yeah, yet, my, my I, come up behind our man and choke him, like from behind and choke him to death. Yeah, it's like the, the beat, it, it haunts him but it, in a, in a kind of jazzy way, you know. And um, yeah, I love this song. I love the way it came in right after One More Road to Cross, which was on the same album. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he did his thing, very descriptive lyrics. Um, yeah, this is, you know, it's in my top 10 for a reason. This is one of my favorite DMX songs. Um, one of, if not, yeah, one of my favorites on that album. Right, right, right. Now, now I feel a little bad, boy, because, like, all my top 10s are just singles. However, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is what it is, right? So, my number eight is Off the Great Depression. This would be, you mentioned it before, Who We Be. Um, I love just how I keep using this word again urgent this beat was it, it's just something that just grabs your attention but it's like oh like this is like you know some something big or some you know something big gonna happen like somebody going out to, to do a protest or somebody gonna go out to you know make a statement or something like that like, just just sort of sort of like a rallying cry basically that, that beat in itself and never forget hearing this song on um, this Chris Rock movie, um, Head of State, right? <laughs> Basically, he was playing, yeah, when he became the president, well, be, he became POTUS now, you know, I mean, president. And, you know, there was this moment with uh, him trying to save some, I think, some old woman from this fiery apartment and they play the song, so, like, you know, what I mean, that sense of urgency again, so it fits perfectly, right? But, yeah, um, this was the first time I heard X really go into. Well, technically social commentary now, but you know, it was just about his life and how it just reflects other people. I love how it's just, you know, um, the funeral, the the wakes, the heartbroken mothers, the, you know, the cell, the block, the hole, you know what I mean? And it was just the this, the that, the this, the that. And just how he flowed on that, um, how brutally honest he was. Like, my mother, my father, I love him, I hate him, wish to God I didn't have him, but I'm so glad that he made him, right? And he just felt it, but it just felt like it was everything just kind of boiling like it, it just um like i would say um the intensity though it just felt like 
literally like DMX was just about to like explode literally and you're just seeing this play out over this beat um of course the the hook is catchy that better than is catchy um even the way how he does that at the very end is catchy as well but one key moment that i always loved about this song here is what he says at the very end where he says these motherfuckers don't know who we are they don't know i guess they couldn't possibly fucking know dog it's from the heart that always stood out to me Trip. just that whole aspect of yeah i basically take you into my world Trip. I, I showing you the struggle i went through the struggle that you know many people went through you know what i mean from where um from where i'm at and you know y'all just don't know y'all just don't understand Trip. but you know at the end of the day i don't blame all they for they don't know before they don't care so i just love that that just so incredibly directed uh, the music video was just all over Rhapsody, it was all over BT. You know, every time it was on, I just had to watch it though. Um, it just such a well-made music video as well, to even right now to have any kids at the end do the whole I am DMX, I am DMX, I am DMX. Like, it was just so powerful, and I'm at the IC political as well, too. So, just hearing X be like that, Jordan, and just be so commanding over that, that beat though was just amazing. So, yeah, that's my number eight, uh, Who We Be. Uh, Ricardo, well, well, I think you know this song, right? But um, that was ever one of your favorites. Definitely. I, I, it's a song I thought earlier I mentioned by now, but yeah. Um, it come, it, I, I suppose it'll come. I'll probably, probably put it on my list, my little five list of things. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, so, uh, Mike, what's your, what's your number eight? Um, before I get into my number eight, you were saying um, that this wasn't a Chris Rock movie. As you mentioned that... Um, there was a scene in another Chris Rock movie, I forget the name of it, where Chris Rock's character was singing Rough Riders anthem, but he actually was in a white man's body. And oh, um, oh gosh, um, I, I know the movie that it was, big, uh, it was a remake of this show, I think it's Heaven Can Wait, right? Where he right, yeah. dies, but he comes back in a white man's body. Right, right. yeah. And yeah. yeah. one of my favorite Chris Rock films, but it was, it was all right, yeah. Then, but, but I know, I, but I know the scene where you're talking about, Mike. I know the scene. Yeah. As you mentioned, Chris Rock is like, yeah, I had to, I had to bring that back because people real share that clip, you know, this past week. Um, number eight is um also who we be. Yeah. So we have who we be right at that same. Um, nice, place. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what did that song um and you know text in the video uh mean to you? Um. No, it was it was just amazing. Just again at that time, I was gravitating to music and videos that was out of the norm and i felt like the lyrics and the video especially was just so powerful again so well made um you know years later when i read about the making of the song he wrote the song in like 10 minutes he just heard the beat wow it it, it, it kind of shows with the quote-unquote simplicity though but you could tell this was stuff that he just you know it's just, it's just a part of his lifeness so it just came out like boom yeah. like he was a notoriously fast worker, and that makes sense because a lot of his music was just what he was feeling at that. You know, he used to work on music very fast. So, um, yeah, that's also my number eight, Who We Be, of the Great Depression. Check out the video, people, if you haven't seen it yet. Although I think most people listening to this will supposed to be familiar with that song. Yes, they, they, they really, really should. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so my number seven, you you actually mentioned this. Um, 
and yeah, Ricardo are gonna need a little assistance for this because yeah, you know, um, we 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 know how, how impactful this song was to us. Uh, what these bitches want slash what they really want featuring Cisco. Now I say what they really want is because that was the radio version. That was the one that we were hearing all over. You know, what I mean, every day on radio. Um, and you know, there's just little small aspects of the of the of the uh, radio version that I love do, like in the hook uh, where the MX comes with that. Somebody let me know. No, like I just love singing that too every time. Every time it came on, right? But um, you know, when you heard the the, the uncut version, like oh, it's not there, but you know, it, you know at least the anchor says that's cool. But yeah, I, I dug both versions of it though. Like, uh, uh, I mean, the, the, the original one still works, eh? but if so, nobody radio version, just hitting it all over the place, so especially that somebody let me know, but I just really loved it. But yeah, um, I loved the beat for this too. That bing, 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 like it was just, you just could not escape it though. Um, Cisco coming through with, 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 uh, with his hook and, you know, his partner in the end though. I know this is right after his success with, um, Tong Song, eh? So it was like, hey, you know what I mean? He's he's on this. He, he's with he's rap. Sorry, he's not rapping. He's singing alongside DMX. Okay, all right, all right. Cisco did the thing, right? But yeah, you know what I mean? Like his contribution to the song was was you know admirable as well. But of course, you know the it's the it's the famous second verse. You know the one that I will never forget back in secondary school. Like men used to basically yeah. This is before Genius was a thing, eh? Like literally go up online, look for lyrics. I don't know if easylyrics.com was up back then, but basically look for the lyrics of the song, have it printed out. So <laughs> when they played it like on on um on the Disman and whatnot, yeah, going way back with this one, right? Because this is two thousand we're talking about here, right? You know, we do just read off. Oh, it's Brenda, Leticia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, Inez, sorry, Alicia. Like, we used to memorize these names, right? <laughs> we even used to count how much names were, were, were called out in this particular verse, right? You know what I mean? But, um, I mean, the, the other, the, the, the rest of the song was, was, you know, dope as well. Um, but you know, it's one of those songs that is really, like, when you sit down and think about it, you realize, how true to life it all is because remember DMX was married at the time and yeah he would admit he had he had women you know train parties and them basically so it's like yeah well I mean like that's why he say the first first come on ma you know I got a wife right it's like yeah you know what I mean this so <laughs> it's how it's how true to life this song is that kind of gives it this sort of you know sleazy charm to it now at the same time it's like well that's your life. That's the life that X was living, right? But yeah, other than that, though, I mean, the beat is infectious. Cisco's work was just dope, and X just, yeah, just killed it, though. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, this is this is a top ten for sure, man. Um, Ricardo, uh, any, your 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 history with this song? If, if yeah, this yeah, is the song that you still love? Yeah, yeah, that song just dominated that summer. I was like, whole goddamn summer, constant playing on. Um, on what MTV BT, you know, yeah, those all, those all, yeah, yeah. Um, do you did you and do you still know all the names that were mentioned? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, well, I, I kind of forget it after after the year. Somebody somebody put up a, a great um a poster with all the gills at the time. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. just about like, kids uh, like, and you know all the jokes about it. Like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that, that was real dope, though. Yeah. Came out literally like a, a couple hours after the announcement of, of X's yeah. death, so yeah. I thought that was like real, real cool, man. Yeah, 
So yeah, um, that that's my my seven. I mean, uh, I kind of understand why I have it so low, Mike. But yeah, believe you me. I mean, you know it, right? I mean, in two thousand, Dread, that 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 was, that was a shit, Dread. Like summer two thousand, that was like the song, right? But anyway, yeah. what, what's your what's your number seven? I think it's low because I just I, I show in love to all the deep cuts. Um, the next one is also an album cut. Uh, it's a song you mentioned. I think this was in your honorable mentions. Uh, one more route to cross. Okay, okay, okay. And there was X, and then there was X album. Um, again, some great storytelling on that song. Second was the hook. Hook was just infectious. And what really did it for me is uh, back in the day I had a DVD of a concert he did in Philly. And the performance of that song and the energy that actually made me appreciate this song a whole lot more. I always liked the song, but when I saw it mm. song live, I think he opened the show with that song or some kind of thing. So, so yeah, one more route across. Um, that's a song I always go back to from him. So yeah, of the and then there was X album. For people that don't know that song, go and check it. That's my number seven. All right, nice, nice, nice. So my number six is, and forgive me for, for not having it as, as top five. I know, I know it's a lot of people's top five, but sorry, this, this list was hard to do, wait. Rough Riders Anthem. Right. Yes, oh. that's my number six. And um, I'm also going to include the, the remix that was off of DJ Clue's, um, uh, the professional album. This featured um, Dragon. Um, Eve, I believe, was in it as well. Uh not sure about Chic Loop, but I think Styles P and Chica Kiss were on the remix as well. Yeah, but um, Rough Riders Anthem was another song that you could not escape back in '98. Just that beat, though. And you know, it's, it's one to say like I was like just recently just thinking back at it, though. Like the idea of having a song like you know, like this song in particular, have a hook that goes stop, drop, shut him down, open up shop. And it doesn't sound corny or forced at all. It sounds like the grimiest, hardest thing ever. Try. Like, I imagine if, if some people see it and sing it, or, you know, people who just don't have a con- um, context of it, it might sound real corny. But how he did it, though, it just worked. The beat that Swiss did for this worked as well. And this is another one that even on radio, it sounded grimy. Like, you know, you were hearing, snitches wanna why, snitches wanna die, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even then, even like before I heard the original version, the, the uncut version, like, yeah, I still feel that griminess though. It, it was something that even the radio couldn't, couldn't polish or clean. So I just love that. Um, and yeah, even on the radio too, I heard the remix as well. This was the first time I heard Dragon ever before. And he actually kicks off the song as well too. I like when he sort of comes like, my name is Dragon or whatever it is. Like, it, it just worked for me. But yeah, just the energy in it, um, the beat for it, the music video with all those guys on like ATVs and stuff like that. To see that shirtless ex just, you know, doing his thing with all these grimy street dudes and all that kind of stuff. It, it worked though. It was like the, the official national anthem for the Rough Riders. And, and, you know, this is coming from somebody who didn't even know. I think this was like the, the, the first time I even heard Rough Riders. Like, who's the Rough Riders, right? As I go. This is who they are. This is this is this is the team song for them, Tread. And yeah, this is still one of my all-time favorite um, DMX songs. So yeah, that's my number six. Uh, Ricardo, um, how did this song? Is this song still one of your favorites? Uh, I remember it, but the thing is, I didn't think about it because it's not it's not my favorite X song. I guess, um, 
what I surprised you again mentioned, well, I'll probably mention it now, is um, here we go again. I don't know if that one on the list. Oh, uh, that, with, that, with, with, that, with, that, with that, LOX. Yeah, um, it's no, it's L, L, um, Lux was on it? Yes, it's uh, Jada Kiss album. It's Jada Kiss featuring the LOX. Um, here we go again. Yeah. Right, so that, that is like one of my... Um, but yeah, uh-huh. right, right. Song. Sorry? I know the song you're talking about. The, name of the, the actual name of the song is Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, okay, it's just Uh-huh. Okay, no problem. I just, right, I, yeah, I, I want to know because I know Here We Go Again is a solo song off of um, And Then It Was X. Great okay. song, by the way. If you haven't checked it out, you, you really should. Right. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a classic. Um, you know, it's the one that started it all like, for, for many people. There's the one that opened it up for you. It's like, yeah, who's these guys? Yeah, you find out <laughs> for the first time, as they said. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, Mike, what's your what's your number six? Number six is off his second album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. It's a song called Blackout, featuring the locks. Ah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, good pick, good pick right here, yeah. But he did that thing. I love Jada Kisses opening bars. Um, I used to have bad luck. Now you might see me in a jag truck masked up, either with a dime or a bad duck. And he just couldn't <laughs> Everybody did the thing on this, everybody. And I picked this because of the overall song. Like, the beat was crazy. This is one of Swiss's best beats, in my um, humble opinion. So, yeah, this is this is one of the best posse cuts, I think, period, in rap. So, had to put this on. I had to put this very high. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, right, right. For the Flesh on My Flesh, Blood on My Blood album. Mm, yeah, dope, dope, dope track. So now, now we get into the top fives, boy. Yeah, some, some, some bangers. Some, not all of them are gonna be bangers, but some of them, right? So number five. A little, a little context here, right? So when the song came out for this, like it was, it was blowing up, dread. It was all over radio. The music video was was hard. Um, and then a little movie came out called Credo to the Grave. And then I saw this. I heard, sorry this song play in the movie and I lost my shit. It is literally this scene which involves, uh, Ricardo, if you, if you saw the film, or Mike, if you saw the film, you know what I'm talking about. This is DMX on a ATV being chased by cops and it's this high-speed chase basically. And while this is going on, Jet Li, who by the way, um, even he and all tweeted, you know, um, rest in peace to to DMX as well too. So I really, do, I really love that. Um, he is in this cage match fighting with some goons and whatnot. And while all this is going on, you are hearing X gonna give it to you. That is my number five. Yeah, this is this is this is the meme classic. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It is the way how that beat starts, and you just hearing it like. I just hear that little, you know, little drums and I mean like, oh, we, we getting ready, we get ready, and it's just how X just builds the song though. It's what you're hearing, it's what you're hearing. Listen, and then you just hear, and X just comes with X, go give it to you, and it just like just that moment though is just pure insanity trend. I just love love that build up and just how it all pays out trend. It is just one of the greatest moments in DMX's discography in my opinion though. I just love everything about the song. The hook though is crazy how 
Texas delivery is on it. How earnest he is. Like, I love what he says. I've been doing this for 19 years. Niggas want to fight me. Fight these stairs. And the is just so much way i do it all and it's all for the kids some folks don't don't even know what work is right that is paraphrasing here right but the energy this man put into this song he honestly played into this as well was just was just inspirational in my opinion this there's no way you can hear the song to not feel <coughs> sorry not feel amped up you know what i mean and you know you think oh it's just you know like you know it's a song off of an album which would be um well, technically, it's a bonus cut off of um, uh, Grand Champ, but, you know, it's actually on the soundtrack to Creel to the Grave, right? But, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just a song to a movie, basically, right? But it's how the music, it's how that song in particular continued to, to just be relevant, Jen, from its inclusion in Deadpool, right? The first one, right? Yeah. Uh, hearing it in the, in the trailers and in the movie itself. And you know it's it's and it was, it's it's one of those things that you realize oh because it's X Men but it's not really X Men right, but oh right. X the X R get right yeah ah, well, it, yeah this it, yeah that's always like super popular on the internet for like multiple reasons um, mm. whatever reason that people just keep using the song and it keep coming back in vastly different contexts so the first time I I noticed it popular on the internet is um look up um it, there's a guy who does like animations in Team Fortress two the, the video game. Uh, right. Yeah, he uses he uses that as his song, okay. it, and, it, and that blow up in within you know shooting circles. Oh. Then of course uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Rick Morty. Uh, where, where someone Rick gets Jack to beat the devil up. Um, yes, yeah, that, that 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 one. And then yeah, then Deadpool. Deadpool uses it. And it's like oh shit, that yeah. Yes, for yeah. some reason that song just keep coming back up for for a lot of people. I don't know. Why. Yeah, and I won't lie though. Like part of what made me love. Deadpool so much is yeah here in that song and just the context of it, it it just totally works so but yeah this is a song that you know this this came out in 2003 18 years later like I would be in a maxi drive with headphones on and you know what I mean like if I wasn't careful do I just be like banging my head on like the 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 um the seat in front of each right like I just it's just one of those those songs that just gave me so so amped up dread so Love this song, bonafide classic, in my opinion. Uh, Mike Wise, what's your what's your number five? Uh, number five is off the "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" album. Uh, Look through my eyes. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very, very open. Very, I like how you know just how potent it was. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like to really, you, you, you think you understand me, Dread? Well, yeah, listen to the song, Dread. Like. Do you really take your number? Yeah, here it is. That's what I love about it. That, you know, all the things that made in him, you know. I love the, the puppy whimpering at the start. I felt like that was um that was real profound as well. Yes. You know? yeah. And yeah, this this very quotable song, like when he says, um, what the deal is, never forget what real is. Them cats that used to say X is the best, no, he still is. Like it still have that braggadocious feel to it now. So um yeah, the, the beat was well. Let me just look up who did the beat. Um, this was Dame Gre- This was Dame Grease and PK, who okay, were big, okay. big contributors to the It's Dark and Hell Sun album. Um, lovely pianos on this. So yeah, look through my eyes. This is one DMX song that I will always, always go back to because I, I like to hear him when he's just reflective. So yeah, number five. Yeah. Is 
And uh, um, I just love the outro. He says, um, "Feel the pain, feel the joy of a man who's never a boy." Like that is yeah. just cool. deep, though. Yeah. 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 There's a lot. Like you know, I never get to have a childhood, a proper childhood, and, hey. and explain so much. You know, in terms of what happened with him throughout his adulthood. All right, great pick there, man. So number four. Once again, another another song that was in so much movies now. Um, I, you know, a couple actually come to mind though, but like, um, you know, like, uh, like the names just escape me right now. But I, uh, you know, like I just know that they were in so much films. But um, this was one that yeah, pretty much was the one that made the Amexa household name. Um, to this day, it's one that that people you know is like the go-to TMX song if you just want to just. You know, hype up, hype people up at a party. Number four is party up, up in here. Off of, and then there was X, right? Yeah, this is still in my, um, I believe this is his biggest single to date. This is one of his most beloved songs. Very, very, very catchy. Um, you know what I mean? The, the, the hook is, is timeless in my opinion. And what I love, though, there's actually like a great um, interview on, um, not Genius, um, GQ, um, their YouTube channel. Where they were talking to DMX and his accent, like there's acting, oh, what what was the inspiration behind the song? And I believe what he said is that the, the album this was and then there was X was done. And it's like, oh, you needed to do one more song. This was Swissler. And it's like, oh, you play the beat now. And X was like, Yeah, this is a song, you know, this is a club song, but I just gotta do me. It's gonna be grimy as hell on it, right? And yeah, what you lyric when you listen to the lyrics of it is very very grimy, very cool blooded do. Um I love how how um unapologetic it all is, right? You know? So you just hear this this really like hyped up beat and you know the horns and all that kind of stuff do. Same thing like it on the floor. Yeah, yeah, just, just like get it on the floor. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you have that hook, you all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. But he's still talking about, and this is like one of my favorite uh, moments. This is in um, the second verse where he says, um, you whack, you twisted. He goes, oh, you broke the kid in yours and everybody know your old man's stupid. You be like, Sue, I love her baby. I love my baby mama and never let her, let her go. Like, to say that <laughs> in a club song, good, so unapologetic, way. I love that. They're like, every time I hear it, it's crack. I mean, this one of the this blatantly <laughs> harsh looks ever heard. You know, it's not like you was talking about killing somebody. Just like, yeah, I just gonna rip you apart. Or like, just just on a song. Just 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 because, right? But yeah. Um, uh, but I was gonna say, last thing, last though, I did the secret source for this for second to last though. Um, the secret source for this though is the outro. Like, people just love hearing the first and second verses and Dixon, the third one. But I always look out for the outro, boy, with that one, two, meet me outside. You know what I mean? When, when Swiss comes in on the beat, though. And I know it's just one of those moments. Well, this is the bridge, actually. It's just one of those moments, though, where, yeah, I just go nuts when I hear that, boy. It's just like, oh, you, you, you're jumping up now, Dread, but no, 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 wait, 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 before you leave, before you switch to the next song. Then the outro coming, though. You're just like, yes, the weed. So it's just more. More, more goodness just added to this great song, boy. And yeah, I mean, as I said before, I mean, it's played in, in other movies. Um, I, I believe it was on um on How High. I believe it was in that, in that movie, if I'm not mistaken. But I know it was in other films and other shows or whatnot. But yeah, this was this is the this is the single that that pretty much made the Amexa household name. Um, it's one that 
has become part of you know party music you know since it came out i have a feeling they will be so yeah for for years to come uh ricardo any thoughts on party up yeah, yeah classic classic song this is the most probably yeah again most popular song this is what we it's the only white people to sing, right? You know, yeah. All, all over the place. You just, you know, just expect drunk white kids to be singing, singing this for, for years to come. As well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Mike, what's your what's your number four? Number four. Um, by the way, I, I love um, I love the vast difference between our list. I like the fact that you touching on all the singles that I didn't include. Because I feel like people need to hear the both perspectives of X. So my number four is same album. It's Dark and Hellas Hot. Well, same as same album as my number five pick. It's Dark and Hellas Hot. X is coming. Okay. Yeah. One of his most murderous songs. Yes. This song, <laughs> evil, huh? this song sounded like... Hear my thing. When I first heard this is when I was like writing raps for the first time. And at the time, like I wanted my production to sound like this song because i felt like this song sounded so gritty and dirty and it felt like it was just made in a basement by a mad scientist and yeah like everything about this song just connected with me um when i say connected i like just 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 the tone of it and just how it sounded you know um mm. just like what he was talking about was like yeah i i definitely fucks with this shit um, yeah, well, you know, you know, funny thing is, right? Um, this was one of Doughboy's favorite um, songs off of It's Dark and Hell is Hotter. Um, at, you know, like at first when I heard it, I was kind of rolling my eyes when I was hearing. So basically, what it is, Ricardo, is like his take on the whole Freddy Krueger thing. So it's like, one, two, X is coming for you. Three, four, better luck, you know, right? But after that, though, is just some of the shock value moments. Grimiest, dirtiest murderous lyrics you'll ever hear from um uh, from x-ray even uh, a moment involving um a 15 year old daughter um gail i believe it is boy. yeah boy when i when, every time i hear that boy, i just like you know it's just one who's like i went for big up to the beat um the beat was done by pk so big up to pk second time i shouted him out on this but yeah big up to pk um grimy ass beat though like again this sounds like some mad scientist type of shit yeah 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 um yeah that's my number four pick x is coming mm-hmm. all right so number three um so this is this is kind of weird right because um this was the second song that i ever heard from dmx right first one being rough riders anthem right which is ironic because this particular song was the debut single right and it's only years after where i learned the context of it right you know well when, when he signed over to rough riders um uh, we've got here the time was like you know what here's what for your first single you have to come in and just basically represent for the half nuts thread so this is just ball to the wall just pure unalterated um griminess thread of course they're talking about get at me dog featuring chic luke so with me with this song right so it's only years later that I, I i found out that um it sampled um this this i forgot i don't i forgot the name of the song itself right but i remember it being sampled on an epmd song and this is before i even knew who e, um, epmd was right that burning thing bang bang and you hear that right you, you, you hear that there but the, just how um 
uh, Dean Reese, who, 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 well, Dean Reese and PK actually did the um, beat for this too. Just how unbelievably grimy it was, though. As one of those songs that even when you had the censored version on the radio, you, you still knew what was being said, though. You still felt that raw energy, right? As even worse, though, when Sheik Luke coming with that, you niggas want to be killers, you know, we just something about that dude is just kind of like the cheeks you know it's almost like yeah folks you see all that music you always listen to all that all that bling era kind of music kind of stuff that shiny suit kind of stuff now nah, this is the way it is Tred. this is dirty grimy street shit right here Tred. and we just gonna shake everything up Tred. you know what i mean like it's even to the point i believe the music video um i think uh was it band or some so on on mdv or something i think so and it was I, I think it was it was censored as well, but I think it's just because well, you knew what was being said. You know what I mean? It was just like nah boy, this is too much, man. This is too much crime and dirt, boy. This is too much. I, I still love that video. Just that black and white concert performance, you know, style, just the way how that video was put together. Yeah, totally works for me, Dre. But yeah, lyrically way, X was just like I just going off, I go in hard on everybody right now. Um even to uh, this is something I learned later on. Um, taking some very harsh shots at um, K Solo on the third verse, boy, and it's just some moment where I'm just like, jeez, boy, like, you, you, like it's just a song that even though it came out like back in '98, you still feel that 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 emotion, you still feel that raw power of it, boy. Like it's, it's one of those songs you can you can't unhear. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's a song I still like just nod my head to, especially that beat. It's also um well just just for for folks who didn't know y'all should seek this out. It's actually like a a freestyle remix that basically, well uh, which uh, features Elox as well. And yeah yeah everybody song real hard on on this beat right? You know what I mean? So yeah my my number three is get at me dog. All right so Mike what's your number three? All right so my number three is I imagine it's gonna be number one on a lot of people's list. Um, this is DMX at his most reflective, uh, his most honest. This song, my top three, like, the top three for me were the easiest to pick because I knew exactly what my top three was. Um, so we're going to start off with number three of the Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood album, Slipping. Of course, of Slip course. This should be in anybody's top three list. Mm-hmm. I was studying, like, to put it number one, but I was like, a car overtake my top two. So it had a settle at number three. Uh, but yeah, this the three songs are all classics to me for, for different reasons. Um, but yeah, this is one of the best hip-hop songs of all time. Uh, I totally agree. This is one of Swiss Beats' best beats. A lot of people wouldn't really expect a beat like this from Swiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to know that he has this in his bag. Uh, yeah, just X at his most reflective, his most honest. I love the song, love the video. I love the fact that the third verse actually the, the song ends on a, a more positive note. Going yeah. In, um, you know. So yeah, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. I know this. This is a song that literally saves people's lives. So I have to, I to give X eternal props just for making this song and putting it out. And I'm glad it was a single as well too. Very important. It's probably his most. I'll say it's his most important that he's ever done. So yeah, bona fide classic in my book. Slipping by BMX. That's my number three pick. 
Alright, nice, nice, nice. Well, you know, just, just to get out of the way, my number two is slipping as well. Um this this would have been number one, boy, but um, you know, because slipping is number two, y'all probably know what number one is, right? But yeah, slipping um just hit me at just the right time though. Let's see, like I was, you know, suicidal at that though, but just hearing that from a guy like him who's you know, who, whose music was just so grimy and aggressive, right? And just hearing this the beat itself is one that you know continues to just resonate with me by like it's it's not calm or or you know relaxed or whatnot but it has this sort of haunting kind of you know sort of post-apocalyptic i would say kind of feel it it's almost like um like you just see the after effect of some some great natural disaster some kind of thing like that it's like some big cataclysmic event though and it's just like smoke and wind and you know just desolation and you're just seeing people just slowly kind of coming outside just to see what's going on and that to me is what that beat feels like it's like you've gone through like hell and you know you just you just do do if you if you were to come out of it now and then you just get this you know this little glimpse of light basically and that's to me is what that song kind of feels like to me every time i hear it well the beat in particular and for, for x to pick that now and just be as reflective as possible you know making himself as vulnerable as possible though, especially with that that chorus you know slip and fall and can't get up you know what i mean um yeah worked for me man and you know this funny because it's i saw that on radio it was censored and on the album it senses as well you know we like yeah do, yeah do some deep digging to to, to find the, the the original cut now but um and even with the you know the the uh you know like how when it comes to to, to radio songs you know they always have like the little ad libs to sort of block the the um the the, the curse words there so you know first kid whoa you know what I mean? what and all that kind of stuff even with all that stuff we don't do you still felt every second of it though and um yeah i mean it was just how deep he went you know you talk about when he was a kid and this drama he went through you know group homes and all that kind of stuff being arrested early his dad left his mom was abusive as i said in the beginning um you know he even touched on little drug addiction and he did this and all that kind of stuff and just how how why he had to just clean himself up for his wife and his kid right um but yeah you know what i mean just everything about that song just the vibe of it though it just it's sort of it's not even i don't want to say it's sad though it's very bittersweet man. you know one of those songs where like yeah literally it's from someone who's gone through hell dread and is now finding his way out of out, out of that 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 hell that you know he he or she probably put them um, themselves in you know what i mean i mean i could talk for, for hours about this but i'll just kind of stop here but yeah the song continues to impact me it continues to haunt me it continues to impact me and yeah 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 mike you're right i imagine this is probably just save a lot of people's lives you know what i mean because yeah just just hearing a rapper be so open just so vulnerable about where he is at life and just being unapologetic about it i mean yeah that's just great music right there in my opinion so yeah love 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 this song here all right so mike what is your what is your number two uh number two well, for me, my number two and number one picks, uh, this is where DMX, these are DMX's two best rap, rapping performances from a technical standpoint, because I'm a rapper, I guess I'm biased to those type of performances from somebody. Um, that, that, that's fine. 
Number two is, is one of my, again, one of my favorite posse cuts of all time, just like how Blackout was. Um, this is Done Started Something, the last song on It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Yes, yes, yes. Great, great way to end the album off, in my opinion. I said that in um, in the in, in the retrospect review. Yeah. Um, first of all, like Mace's verse, the two men who stand up with Mace and X. Mace's verse was so dope. Like I hate when people like the front on Mace rapping ability. Like Mace could really spit and kill shit. People just know him for being body. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back. Up. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just the flashy suit guy alongside uh, uh, Diddy, right? Mace yeah. could hold over the best of them as he proved on this song. Like his verse is, is so dope, so quotable. Um, but X X comes through with you know to me one of his best verses in his whole career. And um, yeah, and, and the beat for this was dope too. Big up to Dame Grease. Dame Grease did his damn thing. X came through, killed it though. Don't come at me with no bullshit. Use caution because when I wet shit, I dead shit like abortions for bigger portions of extortion and racketeering. God dudes fearing. Fuck what you heard is what you hearing. You know, and, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was in there talking about surgery with the chainsaw. And, um, what was he lying when it's all about impressing bitches and stressing bitches? Like, it, it, the flow on this was so relentless. Like, some of the best rapping that X has ever done. So, I was studying, I was studying this or slipping. I was going back and forth. But um, the rapper in me just had to put this at number two. Because I also feel like this song is hella underrated. I feel like a lot of people don't know the song. So this whole list, I, like I was trying to put people onto songs, not just give them a favorites, but put people onto songs that they're probably not too familiar with. Yeah. You know? Check this out. Last song on his debut album, uh, Done Started Something, featuring the Locks and Mace. Right, right. All right. So my number one, I mean, since I'm talking singles, I had to talk about the single, right? So. Yes, you have Party Up. Yes, you have Rough Riders Anthem and, you know, Who We Be and all that kind of stuff. Right? But if it's one song, one moment where I was like, okay. Like, for me, what, what, I, what I love with, um, with artists, right? Not just rap, right? There's always, like, that one song or one album where it's like, all right, we are on Mount Olympus right now. And we are just looking down at the world like yes we have reached we have reached the top of the mountain worship us if you want to but if you don't want to it doesn't matter just regard us as king right i i i am i am looking down on my subjects right now and to me this particular song was like just dmx on that scene mount olympus but instead of like looking down on the subjects and saying hey worship me as king and whatnot man was raining fire and brimstone dread number one What's my name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't see what's my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So let, let's let's just talk about that beat, right? Let's just let's just talk about the beat for a second, right? Dude, it is one of the the, the, the best beats I've ever heard in my life. It is just so shattering. Yeah. Um, the piano keys is a nice touch. Especially how they how they how they in tune with the drums, so it's like bam 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 better 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 better. It's just energy, dude. It's just so much energy, and like I say, it literally does feel like 
fire and brimstone being rained upon us though. and just x's delivery even right down to the beginning like the intro which it's not on the radio you know that whole you, you think this is a game this is a fucking game like that's not even on the the, the the um the radio version right but regardless right even on the radio version you still feel that energy with that hey yo hey yo hey yo what's my name dmx and that be the best you see the rest you look like they need a rest one more time dread and every time he does that it just feels like just a punch in the face too i just relentless boom 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 right and that's the, even before we get to the hook though really, with that right or oh, die you know what i mean it's just everything about this is pure energy dread you know what i mean there is no way you can you can hear this song dread and just be like okay well that's that's, that's a nice song you know what i mean like that's that's a nice song i could just kind of relax to and you know what i mean sip on some some orange juice and you know just relax no this is a song where you you just like if you if you in your room dread you just want to like trash <laughs> everything dread. you just want to throw shit all over the place dread. it's just one of those songs where you you just cannot stay still when you hear it like um lyrically it is some of the most i think it is well probably not d but this the mo- one of the most aggressive performances in rap like i've, I've, I've ever could you know what i mean like in my life dread um and it just it was a perfect choice to have this be a single dread because yeah i mean this helped um sell the album right this would be and then it was x but yeah there's no way you could hear this song dread and just be like this is so good nah you wild out you go crazy you know what i mean you 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 you, you, you push people you know what I mean? you, you just you just go in nuts dread for like about four minutes dread and that yeah that that is what the song is so i mean no it's not the best rapped you know song ever and especially from a guy like exo but in terms of who he is what we know him for what we love him for yeah this this is it though this is like the the, the, the encapsulation of who dmx is in my opinion Jet. so if if slipping was the more introspective reflective side this is the aggressive i i bring in i bring in down i i, I bring in judgment day on your last is you know what i mean i go in medieval on your on your last is this is what that song is to me Jet. so my number one what's my name uh ricardo any thoughts on well what i mean is, is this a song that you love <laughs> It is my favorite DMX song as well. Of course, uh, of course, I know. Yeah, I know. It, this, this, yeah, this was, this was, this was, you know, me in form four, constantly playing it on when I'm downloaded from. Ah, Amps. boy, <laughs> with uh, yeah, no, yeah, with Amps. right? And yeah, I, I literally played the song dozens of times. But yeah, it's a truly classic song. Really, really well done. Yeah, piano, piano hard. This going, it is going hard. The lyrics, you know. Um, I mean, there's so many quotables like um, with this um, something. I forget the actual lyric or something, something, something. But popping, popping in his right eye. I forget that line. Oh, oh yeah, that, that one. That's in the end of the second verse. Yeah, yeah, hard. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just you know, it, it make you want to rob your own house, right? You know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it just is, it's just a big energy song. Like that is the whole thing. It's just a hype song, pumping song. You know, it, it on your, you know, I, I reach the age of my life where it on my jogging. This as you see. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's a true classic. True, true classic. Yeah, well, 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 honestly, I I can't I can't jog to a song like that. But I I would just run up close to somebody who in front of me and just punch him in the face. Punch him, no, not even punch him in the face. Punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, what's what are you saying, Mike? As a big up to Gotti, actually made the beat yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I I know. I mean, it's a it's an easy number one, Mike. I, I don't know, I know, but. That, that's me number one, right? 
But yeah, um, Shuckers, what is your number one? Yeah, going back to what's my name. It really could have been higher on my list too, you know. Right. But no, it's a damn good shout for number. A damn good shout because for a while it actually was my favorite EXO. Okay. But my number one is to me. This was just so relentless. Um, I don't know. A big part of this being number one is the video too. Although it was difficult to watch at times because of the bright lights flashing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew you talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's take it back to the streets. Yep. But, and they, they have the long bleep. Um, yeah. Up me dog. Yep. Yeah, Where my dog's at? We right here, dog. Right. Yep. <laughs> I had a feeling your number one was get at me, dog. I, I had a feeling so. Yeah. Because uh, I raps on the beat then. Nah, this this was amazing. Um, shout out to Dame Grease for making the beat. There's a dope video on Genius's um, YouTube channel where he right. breaks taking of the beat. Um, actually, just when I researched it today, I realized PK had something to do with the beat too. But the making, if you if you watch the deconstruction of the beat, is a dope, dope, dope video. It shed some new light on what kind of music BMX likes. So I wouldn't spoil anything. Right. Anybody in plus you all go and look at that that deconstructed video on Genius of how Dame Grease made this beat. So this the original of this was actually um, on a clue tape. It was the Lux and BMX together. Oh, that, that's the that's free seller of selling about, right? Yeah, I get, right. Yeah. Yeah, get, that's actually the first version of it. And it was doing so well in the streets, I guess, between you know rough riders and everybody they was like nah we had to make this an ex solo for him to come out and they did and like as i say this was just basically the answer to the shiny suit bling bling era uh, you know x was just relentless um the video got banned because of the content and what dev jam was telling dmx was well here what to do do another version of the song with the same lyrics but change some of the change lyrics and do like an actual clean version and he was like nah he basically cuss everybody out because they was like well what about the suburban white kids you don't want them to hear your music and he was like no i don't care about them i don't make music for them and that sums up x perfectly like x was just real x was who he was and that was it you know um yeah this song this song is just is, is a hip-hop classic i don't know how highly your average hip-hop head would put this but to me this is one of my favorite songs in hip-hop period um the end brought i felt like every verse every verse the flow was just more relentless and more aggressive and like this is one song where i would not mind a fourth verse because he would have taken it up even another notch this is one of them songs you don't want to end this could be six verses i will listen to all six verses the grimy street uh, so dope. I mean, they, they, they filmed the video in the tunnel. The tunnel nightclub is not a place you really want to be. So, so yeah, so so I feel that actually. Especially somebody like the LX performing, but for the video shoot, they got Russell and Kimora and Leo Quinn in the video. I don't remember Russell and Leo and them being in any of J or anybody else's videos, you know? Um, yeah, so yeah, this was big. This was big. This is. This was his first single. Just on a side note, I remember when DMX first got signed to Def Jam, one of the main people who got signed was Irv Gotti. 
he's the one who, who suggested they sign him. And I remember Def Jam's employees used to laugh at X. He was the laughing stock of the whole building. But you know, this is the this is the song that spawned the debut album that set off everything for him to get the buzz that he got for him to sell four million on the debut album. Yeah. Uh, you know, all them Def Jam employees were laughing at him and not taking him seriously. So I felt like that is I felt that's a good story in terms of how sometimes artists come in and, and, and the so-called big heads at the label or big heads at radio or MTV or whatever, they don't actually see the potential. But trust me, sometimes a superstar will be in your face and you would not even know it. And, you know, X, X is a perfect example of that. Thank God they actually pulled the trigger and, you know, he pulled out his album and, you know, he got to have the career that he did. So, number one, undisputed for me, one of my songs of all time, Get At Me Dog, DMX. Yeah. All right. That was, that was an excellent, excellent pick, man. So, yeah, folks, those were our, you know, picks for, for favorite DMX songs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, feel free to, to let us know what you thought about our list. Did we miss anything? Did we have anything too high or too low? So, yeah, you know what I mean? Feel free to comment and, and let us know, man. So, um, just before we do, we, you know, um, you know, our basically where you can find us online and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, just last thing, last, I mean, yeah, I mean, DMX did his thing, though. Um more than like 20 years in the game dread well i should say more than 30 actually you know just rapping and you know he was just able to just influence a whole generation um and not just you know people who going through angst and you know all that stuff but just people who just wanted to feel something who just wanted to just experience something different not just you know oh just music to escape and all that kind of stuff i mean yeah we we need that in our lives right but Every so often we just want something we could just feel, right? Even if it's something that's uncomfortable or there's some rough, right? But yeah, he he did that. He made it entertaining. He made it his, and he never lose. He never lost sight. Um, sorry of who he was, who he represented as well too. Um, and you know, yes, he's he's had a you know problematic life and career, but I mean, even still, he was you know he was able to maneuver that. Um, I shouldn't say relatively easy, but you know he was able to to you know overcome you know obstacles, just obstacle after obstacle that was thrown at his way, and yeah, stuff like that is you know is inspirational. What I would just say, just in closing though, in terms of like what he means to me, like just his um his music now, what it would uh, I hope it will continue to to do so, like you know um years on. Um, it's just the authenticity, you know what I mean, of just who he is, right? Just putting, like I always said um, earlier, uh, Mike, just wearing his hat on his sleeve, you know what I mean? Just putting it all out there. Not saying I'm going to do that, I'm going to put everything out there for the world to, to see, right? But it's just a matter of, all right, you may not have gone through it as I've, I've went through, Dread, but we've all felt certain ways, and I'm going to make you feel the way how I felt, right? So not saying that you had to grow up in the hood like I did, and not saying that you had to be thrown in group homes or you know move to like the grimiest areas in new york like me or whatnot but still we've went through ups and downs right? it's just a matter of what, what we what, what basically we good at and how we could basically use that to you know just to impact people not just make money and show off and whatnot right so yeah i mean that 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 is something that i will i will take you know i mean just just being me just just putting yourself out there just making just making it relatable just making it something that people could understand and feel just from an emotional perspective man so 
yeah, not much more I could say, man. I mean, rest in peace to the legend himself. Um, I don't know if you guys have any, you know, last words to say before we um, part ways on, on DMX, of course. Um, one thing I will say, there's a clip that was that I uh, tweeted, basically a t- uh, video from Comedy Central when DMX yes. was Chappelle, Chappelle Show. Show. Chappelle Show, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw when you posted up, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing about that video that stands out, no. I'll just give him a perspective being a rapper. When you like when a rapper is performing, that's a that's a big part of their um, skill set, right? Performance is is, is is key to you being respected as an MC. Performing over your own vocals, long story short, is a no no. Some people do it, some people don't, whatever. So X was doing a medley, he did get it on the floor first. Second song was What's My Name? Right. Four bars into the first verse of What's My Name. He just stopped and looked at his DJ and looked at his DJ with the most disgusted look on his face. And he <laughs> yeah. was playing the actual song version with the vocals on it. And X realized four bars in wait now. I rapping over my own vocals here. And he just stopped and looked at the DJ like what the hell you doing? Like X could like I thought X was gonna cough down the man. So is Swizz was actually um, his hype man for that performance. When X stopped, Swizz wasn't even looking confused as to why X stopped. Like, Swizz knew because Swizz could hear too. And Swizz watched the DJ with this little smoke on his face like, oh, boy, you done fucked up now. Because Swizz, <laughs> Swizz know, like, the type of performer DMX is. And Swizz know that DMX ain't standing for that shit. So that alone just kind of tells me how seriously... X takes his performances because that's a big part of DMX to me too. His live performance. Right. Uh, so um, and even before that, like if like you know how Chappelle show musical performances, you an audience or not, and X mm. was killing that shit like it's a damn stadium. Every night, you would swear he's rocking a stadium. So um, I mean, I said before what X means to me and. His music and you know he, he wore his heart on his sleeve and he's so real bad as well. I had to like highlight that because you know that one little moment summed up who DMX is as an you know so as like, as a as a what sorry as an MC as an MC. Mm. So what well, I would say in closing, last words on DMX, rest in peace. You came through and and such a big impact in sh- such a short space of time. To me, it's have rappers who have had longer careers that didn't have the impact that he had now. So, yeah, man. Rest in peace, DMX. And I'm sure he's finally at peace. Right. Yeah. In- indeed, indeed. Uh, Ricardo, if you have any any last words to say before we part ways, just yeah, on his it- legacy and, you know, Surprise. Yeah, it, it monumentally, just monumentally, big loss we have here. I mean, it's really sad. His life was was unfortunate in, in many ways, but he, you know, he's one of those. You know, uh, the great Tupac put it. He was he was one of those roses out of the out of the concrete, right? Um, yeah. You know, it, he. It, I don't, you know, we really didn't know how how bad he had it and how you know the situation. Again, as always, trying to think of what could have been if we you know took that kind of mental health and, and suffering a little more seriously, you know, as a society. Uh, but yeah, uh, rest in peace DMX, um, you know, is something that it really, really, really sad. I'll I, I, I say I had a time I prepared for it in many ways, so it wasn't, you know, as 
hurtful for me as a kid. It was not a big surprise, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it still really fucking suck. Um, but yeah, um, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, for real, for real. All right, so Dola Mead said, uh, Mike Wise, where, where, can, where can we find you online? You could find me, Mike Wise 88, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also hear me because we're in Trinidad. You can hear me on Spotify. Now available in yes, at long last. Yes, yes. So yeah, you can you can actually bounce music now. Of course, Mike Wise official on YouTube. Um, and yeah, just stay tuned to what I'm doing because you know a lot more music coming this year. A lot of lot of nice developments happening behind the scenes too. That hope to share with you all in due time. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, Ricardo, where can we find you online? Yeah, I'm Pasat Armadydy on Twitter. Um, type in Armady on well Twitch hopefully starting soon. I'll try to start up that just now and then um you know, Facebook. There's it. Me record my name, Ricardo Medina, Facebook. Right. Uh you could find me on Twitter, just look for Bear Beat Bailey. On Instagram you could find me at Bears Beats and Bailey. On Facebook, just look for my name, Machu Bailey, along with Illegally Black Blog, official fan base. We find a link to this podcast as well as the ones that we've done over the past six seasons, including retrospect reviews. So yeah, guys, this was our tribute to, you know, the late, great Ill Simmons himself, a.k.a. DMX. I mean, his music will continue to, to live on, man. And yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll get, you know, just a new generation of, of MCs who, you know, could look, you know, who, who probably have or if, if they haven't already looked up to, you know, this guy here as, as inspiration. So um, as I did, you know, with the It's Dark and Hell is Out review, I'm just going to close with, you know, uh, some of, well, actually, I should say one of my favorite quotes from DMX. This is from Slippin. That is, to live is to suffer, but to survive, well, that's a fine meaning in the suffering. So, until the next one, take care. Mike, thanks for coming through as usual. So glad to be here. Rest in peace, X. All right. And Ricardo, thanks for coming through again. Yeah, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, X again. You know, really unfortunate. It's real tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next one, take care. Rest in peace, DMX. Peace.